We would like to acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on the traditional lands of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to elders both past and present. This is the Dude Cinema Podcast. But I was just like scrolling through it like nerds, 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 like I don't care. <laughs> Movie shaming needs to stop. Obviously a dude wrote this script. These teeth aren't friends and I'm like, I'm about it. I honestly think that this movie should just be called Red Flags. <laughs> Let me miles tell you. Fuck you, Stanley Kubrick. This is the Dude Cinema Podcast. My name is Beck Howard, and with me is my gorgeous co-host, Alex J. This is the podcast where we watch all the movies that dudes have told us we have to see. And if you'd like to support us, you can subscribe to our Gold Class feed on Apple, Spotify, or Patreon for exclusive weekly content for just $7 dues a month. Links are in the show notes, you guys. Woo! Um, Alexia, how are you this week? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I am... Good. I'm well. I've just got back from Serbian Christmas. You have. Merry Christmas to you and yours. Mate, I love it. I love it. It's my favourite Christmas. Once again, everyone should get on board with Serbian Christmas. It's two weeks after normal Christmas. Everything's on sale. Everything's on clearance. Everyone's in a good mood. No one's busy or stressed. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking Well, once again, I am still looking into converting to Serbian so that I can experience the beauty. They'll take you on. They'll accept you. (laughs) How exciting. Should I learn the language? That'll be fine. Um, uh, No, you don't need to. You don't need to. I'll just just feel it out. (laughs) Yeah, just sit in church and nod and be like, yep. Fuck, I could do that. I did that my whole childhood. (laughs) Yeah, say fala occasionally, which is thank you. Um, Great. That's I'm in. It. Lovely. How are you? I'm good. Just getting back in the swing of things of life in the year and all of that stuff. It's TBC. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see Woo! how it goes. Uh, but I'm so excited to talk about the movie today. Yes. So this one has been recommended to us across the board. I can't count the number. I think Ben on our Patreon Claire as well yes. via email. Oh, so many. Across the board, across platforms. I've, like, lost mm. count of how many platforms we have now for contact. <laughs> <laughs> we have so many platforms. So if we have not got to a message you have sent us, yes. we apolo- we're getting there. We're, we're getting, getting there. <laughs> but it was. I think every platform hit a recommendation for this movie, especially after we did Lady Bird, which was, of course, a beautiful mother and daughter story, which we lamented we just don't see enough in cinema Mm. yet. So then everyone was like, well, you like Lady Bird, you want to see some mother and daughter fucked upness? Yeah, we see some mother-daughter action. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) literally and figuratively. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Just go watch everything everywhere. All at once. And I was so excited to watch this movie. Obviously be wanting to watch it for ages. Everyone was going nuts about it. Like the world dude cinemaed us into this movie when it was released. Yes. You couldn't get away from people talking about this movie. Yeah, because this came out the same week as Multiverse of Madness. Coincidentally enough. way. Yes. Yes. Oh, fuck me. Really? Yeah. Well, I would like to say before we even get into the discussion – 
This movie is my multiverse of madness. (laughs) Fuck you, Benedict Cumberbatch. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that movie fucking sucked ass. That movie was so bad. We hated that movie so fucking much. Mm -hmm. Um, And I wish there had, like, because I remember Jamie Lee Curtis saying (laughs) along the lines of, actually, you know, I'll pull up the actual quote. Oh, fun. Because she said something about it that was very direct. Okay. <laughs> so, Jamie Lee Curtis actually said, it outmarvels any Marvel movie they put out there. <laughs> All <laughs> I can say is we would slay in a family feud contest with the Doctor <laughs> Strange strangers. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Hands down. Because I, I remember seeing that and being like, fuck, I should watch it. And then... Being like, oh, I already spent so much money going to the movies. I don't, I don't have another extra, you know, thirty dollars in the budget to go yeah, twice yeah, in yeah. a week. So I was like, I left it, and then I remember also seeing it on like Apple TV, which is the one thing that I don't have on my TV Can't access. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I guess I'll have to wait forever and ever. And then when I saw it on binge, I was like, okay, we got to do it. We got to do it. Yeah. So yeah, you can catch it on binge. It's also on Amazon Prime, you guys. So there's no Ooh. reason to not see this film now before you saw this movie everything everywhere all at once what did you think it was about i knew it was a multiverse movie they made that very apparent in the trailer and i knew that michelle yo was the lead and i Mm -hmm. adore her i think she's Mm. lovely and that's all i really knew about it oh i knew there was googly eyes and hot dog fingers oh you knew about the hot dog fingers yes i remember there was a lot of online discourse about the hot dog fingers. <laughs> and I didn't think they were going to be as gross as they were, but they were d- fucking disgusting. They, were they, so lived, they lived up to their name. Gross. Hot dog fingers. <laughs> what did you know about this movie? Absolutely nothing. I like purposely avoided any discourse about it. I never watched a trailer or anything. For something in me wow. just knew, I knew that it was hectic and crazy and like nothing that's kind of been made before. And I just wanted to just like when I eventually watched it, have no idea or no preconceptions about mm. it. And uh, so I didn't know it was multiverse. I didn't know. I didn't. I just knew it was a mother and daughter thing purely from our cinemates telling us. So wow. I went in a completely blank slate, and I love that. So I'm really happy with that. And Luke hasn't seen it yet, and he doesn't know it's about a multiverse. And um, I'm not going to tell him because I want it. I want that to be the surprise. Because I feel yes. like. If I knew it was multiverse going in, I would have automatically kind of prejudged it, being like, yes. oh, it's a it's a Marvel wannabe superhero thing. Yeah, yeah. But it's so much more than that. So much more than that. So before going in, you ap- knew absolutely nothing. Nothing. <laughs> never at all, nowhere. <laughs> Nef- nothing, nowhere, never <laughs> together. <laughs> Should we jump in? Yes, let's do it. Mrs. Wang. Mrs. Wang. Mrs. Wang, are you with us? I am paying attention. Now you may only see a pile of receipts, but I see a story. I can see where this story is going. It does not look good. Your husband, 
I'm another version of one from another universe. I'm here because we need your help. Very busy today, so I'm trying to help you. Across the multiverse, I've seen thousands of Evelyns. You can access all their memories, their emotions, even their skills. There's a great evil spreading throughout the many verses. And you may be your only chance of stopping it. Don't make me fight you. I am really good. I don't believe you. You know what pisses me off, and we can leave this in, is every time I look up this movie, I will type in the word everything, and it is not even in, like, the first four movies that comes up. And that makes me so angry. Makes me so angry. This movie owns the word everything now, forever and ever, amen. Like, yeah, it's just a bunch of other movies with, that are just called everything that no one's ever heard about. Oh, fuck that. In their whole entire lives, so. <laughs> Rude. Rude. Okay. <clears throat> the universe is so much bigger than you realize. An aging Chinese immigrant is swept up in the insane adventure where she alone can save what's important to her by connecting with the lives she could have led in other universes. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I quite like that. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, cool. So if you haven't seen this movie, basically it's like, it's just, it's a beautifully made movie about this like, yeah, aging Chinese woman, she's immigrant who she owns a laundromat and she's like very bored with her life. She constantly feels like she never lived up to her potential. Um, She has a husband and a like teenage daughter no one's friends. They all like hate each other. They have. She has an elderly dad who was played by the guy from Big Trouble in Little China. Yes, <laughs> love. It's him. good to see him. Unfortunately, I think he has passed. Let me just. Oh nope, he's still alive. Great. Uh-huh. <laughs> Phew. Well, that would have been a good bummer for the episode. Good for James. He's ninety-three though. Hanging on. Um, please hang on until yes. this episode comes James, out. Please. Oh my god. We love you. Um, okay, and then she then she finds out. So she's got this boring life. She's so um, she's just unhappy. Everyone's unhappy, and then she finds out that there are multiverses, and it's kind of basically down to her to save the multiverse from a very evil character that wants to destroy the whole thing. And so, like that synopsis said, she then has to connect with all of her different beings in other universes and like collect all of their powers and skills to become the only person that can defeat the evil power that wants to destroy it and it turns out that the evil power is her daughter and her daughter's multiverse personalities all connected and so then they're basically battling each other so it's yeah it's like (laughs) it's just like a real it's like a big fantasy crazy like yeah multiverse storyline purely just about a mother and daughter battling each other. It's just, it's wonderful. And there's just, it's really funny. It's heartfelt. It's a fucking great movie. So if you haven't seen it, please, you guys, go and see it. Yes, this one definitely 100% recommend. Yeah. 100%. Yep. This is the movie that I will be dude-cinemering other people and my children. I guarantee I'm going to sit my kids down 
and be like, this is the, this was the height of cinema in my day. This yep. is fucking one of the be a pain in the ass about it. Absolutely. And they're like, there's too many words in the title, mum. What the fuck yeah. are you talking about? Like, down. Shut up, sit down and watch the masterpiece. <laughs> I'd be a mean mum. Hey, everyone's going to be a mean mum at some point. Just we hope it's not on this level. Yeah. On this, <laughs> yeah. On the ladybird level and on this level. We're level. not that kind of mum. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and there's also like incredible cameos. Like Jamie Lee Curtis plays probably the best character I've ever seen in my life. And it's just, yeah. Okay. So that's my synopsis. <laughs> Can I okay. start our discussion by asking? I tried to look it up mm-hmm. just before we started recording and I couldn't find it. Was this or will this be nominated for an Oscar? Oh. Surely, right? Surely. Because something in my brain is telling me that it was snubbed. No, it can't have been. I don't think it has been announced. So the, okay, the nominees haven't been announced, hopefully. Yeah, okay. Oh, they're in, uh, they're in March. Okay. Surely this is, it, it would have just missed. The f- previous one. Hopefully. Oh, my God. Oh, if this doesn't I just, win yeah. every single every single fucking, fucking award. Every every category this would win it, like best picture, best screenwriting, best effects, like best lead, obviously, best fucking support. Oh, my God. Whew. All right. It is still, yes, in the running oh, for thank next year. Thank God. God. Also, by the way, it was the uh, Academy Awards hosts were announced and fucking Nicole Fire is presenting. Stop it! Can you fucking believe that? Wow, we okay. She is. She is. Ah, oh, she's on. I like. I almost. I don't know Nicole Byer, but I nearly personally messaged her and was like, <laughs> "I followed you for years. I'm yeah. like, literally, I'm so fucking happy for you. Like, you. Oh, it's not the. Oh, sorry, it's not the Oscars. It's Golden Globes. It's Golden Globes. But still, still, fuck still. Yeah. You introduced me to Nicole Byer originally when we went over to America in 2018. And you were like, yes. there's this comedian. She's fucking amazing. We have to go see her do improv. And I was like, who? What? Where? And now she's hosting the Golden Globes? My God. Yeah. She's oh, a dream guest. If anyone has oh, her yes. contact details, anyone knows please Nicole get in touch. <laughs> we got to get her before she goes on the Golden Globes. Otherwise, we'll never get her. And she's out of our, yeah, uh, completely out of our ether. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Where to start with this film? What do you think? Oh, okay. I... I mean, cast. Let's start with cast as we always do. And I think it will divulge very quickly into a billion other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's just so much. I I loved everyone in this cast. Everyone was so perfectly cast. Oh, my God. Yeah. Who's your favourite? It has to be Waymond. Oh, Waymond. Waymond is, I think, one of the most powerful characters I've seen. Like I would have a poster of him on my wall. I, yeah. I cross from Keanu Reeves <laughs> holding the dog, which I currently have. I want Waymond on Wayman the other Wong. side. Yeah. Uh, yes. With his little bum bag, just whipping it around. Eating chapstick. So that was play. Uh, Waymond was played by Ki Hui Kwan. And I've never heard of him before. I don't think I've seen him in anything, but fuck me, put him in everything. The range that man has. Yeah. Oh, I think you might have seen him before. He's in, I don't know, a little movie called Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Wait, is he the kid? Yep. (gasps) Oh, I heard about (laughs) this. Stop it. No way. 
He's the yes. kid from Indiana Jones, Short Round. Uh-huh. Uh, yep. Okay. A I short round. I cannot love this man anymore. I just, <laughs> wowee. I, <laughs> thank you for that. Uh, That's all right. I, no worries. I heard that the kid from Indiana Jones was in something and I just didn't, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Oh, my He's Wayman Wang. Oh, Waymond. Because, like, he plays like five different characters in terms of like it's him but five different personalities of that character and the way it's so believable he just easily slips between each character like the range my god yeah the pitch pace everything just fucking changes it just i love him phenomenal who is your favorite character michelle Evelyn. Yeah. I just, I I haven't seen Michelle much before. I definitely recognized her. But again, her, like everyone in this movie has so, such a broad range of skills that you just hardly see from actors because they're not all martial arts masters and everything. (laughs) Yeah. And so, yeah, Evelyn's like, and she's funny. Like her comedic timing was incredible. Just seeing her, her character just, develop and grow with all of these incredible skills was just so satisfying so she yeah she was my favorite and in a way that's really believable like because this is what all these superhero movies lack I think is when someone gains all this power all of a sudden they're just like yep all right that's my thing or like there's a second where they're like I don't know if I can handle it and then Robert Downey Jr. comes in and is like I think you can and then they're like okay oh I can move on yeah they move on 100% way in which Evelyn is just like, no, 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 I don't have time for this. I'm busy. I'm busy. I, I have things going on. Yeah. <laughs> she's literally, she's like, she's the hero, but she's a very reluctant hero. And fuck, yeah. I love that. Because, like, we've talked about that before of just with, with Marvel movies, they don't focus enough on the development, like, of them learning their power and learning how to use it and stuff. They they used to, but I feel like now they just really breeze through it. And, like, that's my favorite mm. part. I want to watch that. And this is yeah. like literally a two and a half hour movie of it. Ugh, so satisfying. It's so good. And I like as well that they had to, <laughs> Wayman had to explain it to her like a few times. That was so mum of just like, <laughs> he explained it. And then she's like, no, you have to explain it to me. And he, instead of being like, I just it's fucking like dip, did. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. No, you sit down. Yeah. And that was, right. that, that was incredible like movie making because it, explain it to me like I don't my brain doesn't work with multiverses and time travel and stuff and so I've so appreciate every time she was like explain it to me again I was like oh yes please <laughs> <laughs> yeah and they did a different every single time yeah. I really really like that yeah I think also uh, so the guys who created and directed this are the same guys that did Swiss Army Men what yes yes the Daniels what? okay what I just <laughs> This is just the best movie that's ever been made. Right? It's so crazy that they made a movie about a dead body that farts and then this. And then this. Where's the middleman? Where? Yeah. I And that made me, like, that in a way comedically was so artistic, was so satisfying mm. because often you'd be like, I'm just telling little dumb stories about dicks and pussies. And yeah. then you're like, no, you do have the ability to do other and things to, and to make not- a stupid premise into an entire movie. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So I think that definitely I think uh, Daniel Q- 
Juan is one of them. And okay. I think he definitely has experience with an uh, immigrant <laughs> yes. parent. Or definitely I feel it was modelled off one of his parents. Experiences, yeah. Sure. Yes. It, it felt was so personal. real and authentic and believable to not be personal in some way. Absolutely. And as someone who is obviously not a Chinese immigrant, I've seen stories of that like in in movies and stuff and they all tend to kind of hit the same tropes and I don't know the hollywoodization of it, but this felt like a whole rel- like a whole side of it that I hadn't seen in stuff before. Like it was it was mm. really subtle, it was really intricate. It wasn't just like the tropes of a immigrant parent wanting the best for their first generation child like it's just it was so much more than just you need to make me proud and that like that was the overarching thing but them introducing that the mum has the same thing of like I want to make you proud and you're not proud of me with her own father and has it with her daughter it's just it was beautiful so beautifully written yeah, that it has to be personal those generational curses baby let's yeah. break them <laughs> yeah as um, well there was so many just like little scenes where it gave me like shivers up my spine yeah where I it just like again the mother-daughter relationship when uh the first one was when she gets confronted with this like multiverse being she's mm. just seen this uh, like being who's in her daughter's body essentially or appears as her daughter do things that are impossible like mm. turn someone's blood into confetti like changed outfits seamlessly like made objects disappear and reappear <laughs> and her only and how she sums it up is like you're the reason my daughter gets tattoos yeah <laughs> you're the reason she thinks she's gay <laughs> Fuck, that was that moment was brilliant. And then the daughter's like, out of everything, that's yeah. what you're concerned about is that in this particular universe, your daughter likes girls. Fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I, yeah, like, because I was talking to my friend Claire about it last night and she hasn't seen it, but she's read, she read the synopsis on on binge and it was basically like a new hero is formed multiverses, superhero strength, all that kind of stuff. And she's like, is it just a like a, superhero thing and I was like oh I hate that they've described it that way because it's not that's that would put me off watching it and the superhero-ness the the powers and stuff that's so secondary to it's Mm. just it's about a family and family dynamics with the added flair and incredibleness of multiverses and superheroes and everything yeah it's truly uh like inward exploration of how people feel about themselves, how that affects their relationships and everything. Mm. And I loved that this movie explored multiple relationships at once. It wasn't just, like, mother-daughter. It was also, like, marriage. It was also father-daughter as well. Like, it's... Like, the complexity of it is so real. It's so fucking real. You're right. I didn't even think of that. There are so many intricate relationships in this because you've also got Joy and her girlfriend. That's a whole storyline that they're and yeah. stuff that they're working through. And, yeah, you've got the grandpa and the granddaughter. You've got the father and daughter. Oh, my God. It's just mm. like this is one of the only movies that I'm like, this needs to be over two hours long. That's right. That's yeah. correct. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Oh, I did, and it didn't feel like two hours. At no point did I even 
dream of looking at the clock. I forgot time existed. Me too. I forgot to take notes, which is the main mark of loving one what? a dude cinema movie. What? I got halfway through and I was like, I haven't taken one single note. Who okay. am I? <laughs> this movie broke the fundamentals of Alex Day. <laughs> Multiverse Alex J, who doesn't take notes watching movies, has broken through. I literally created the Google Doc and- just before we started recording. That's, oh my, yeah. this has just thrown me for six. Unheard of. <laughs> okay, next, can we talk about Jamie Lee Curtis? Yes. Absolutely. She's wonderful in this. She's, she's fantastic. I thought she was just going to play a bit part at the beginning because she's, she's just their accountant, basically, or the. They're being audited by the IRS and she's the IRS agent. And I really thought she was just going to be in that first scene just to set set everything up. But she's recurring through the whole thing and she's mm. fucking brilliant. I've never seen Jamie Lee Curtis be so funny before in my life. Right? She just – and she was having fun. You could tell that she was having fun doing she this. She was into it. She was in it. Like just – so she plays – if you haven't seen it, she plays like, – it's very like just kind of – older, frumpy, unhappy, just bitch of an old lady kind of thing. And she's basically everyone I've worked with at every admin job I've ever (laughs) had. And the little – she does such little subtle things like – you know, scooching everywhere in her swivel chair. And when she she picked up a piece of paper and she licked her thumb and picked it up, like that just – I own this place. I've been here 30 fucking years. I hate it, but I love it. And I just, she was so good at it. Just, I could tell she put extra flares in there. Like just everything. I think she really owned this role. Yeah. And she also as well made a note. Uh, she's like, I did not wear any shapewear in this movie. I didn't wear any skims or nothing. Fuck yeah. She's like, I let it hang out. I let my body be natural because I, I think it. that's my character would never. My character would never do it. And yeah, she's like, also, you get to an age where you're just comfortable in your body. And exactly. You be. I yeah. Like, Fuck. I yes, loved, Jamie Lee Curtis. I fucking loved seeing that. And unfortunately, my eyes were drawn to it, but that is fucking Hollywood and movies. But she did. She had a belly. <laughs> we're, we're women that grew up in the early 2000s. Yes. <laughs> Having a belly is still illegal. It's like one of those things. It's, it's illegal. Like, you know, <laughs> you know how when you think a thought that you shouldn't, and you're like, "Oh God, that's something that will be in my soul forever." Is intrusive thoughts about having a belly yeah. at any point yep. in life. It, even pregnant women, I'm like, suck it in. Ew, embarrassing. God. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I was taught forever to suck it in that was that was the Mm. that was the phrase that was the suck it in stand up straight suck it in Mm. and I fucking loved that Jamie Lee Curtis did neither of those things and it just you're right it just felt so natural it felt so organic I just yeah she just leaned into it and there was that there was one moment where she was it was a profile picture just on her belly and it was to mm. show her going from her regular self to her multiverse self. And she's like bad posture, gut hanging out. And then as she changed, she stood up straight, gut went in. It was literally mm. li- like that was the purpose to show that she's become <laughs> like superhero. <something>. Yeah. <laughs> Just oh, so funny. So fucking funny. And there was so many like very crude moments in this movie too, yeah. which they waited. They waited the perfect amount of time. I think because a lot of people who I don't think enjoy crude jokes mm-hmm. would be trusting enough at this point in the movie yeah. to be like, oh, 
I have to, this is funny. I this have to laugh funny. at this. Yeah, I feel safe. Yes. I feel comfortable. I trust them. Yeah, so true. Yeah. Are you talking yeah. about the butt stuff? Oh, I'm talking about the so many things. The dildo fucking I mean, the fir- nunchucks. Oh. That's right. I was thinking, what came first? What was the first one? It was yes. the dildo nunchucks. The first one, yeah, was when uh, Jobu came out of the elevator and then just like fuck, oh, killed a man with a giant dildo. Fucking so giant dildo. There was blood all over it. Funny. It was so funny. Oh my god! And but the the whole sequence where the guy's trying to put the thing up his bum. And then she gets it off him and then the security guard comes crashing through in slow-mo, flying through the air with no pants on, groin pixelated and just yeah. lands her. Oh, that, I had to pause. I was laughing so fucking hard. I was like, I cannot believe what I just saw. <laughs> Slams it down on the butt plug. When they also <gasps> showed those awards, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's <laughs> awards as the butt plug, I was like, this is going to go over some people's heads. So totally. that is so clearly a butt plug. Like, it's not an award. It's a butt it's plug. A- <laughs> you fools. All of the fight, like the fight sequences I was totally into and couldn't take my eyes off, whereas normally I kind of zone out during fight sequences. But every fight sequence was so interesting. There was something in everyone to keep your attention and not just be like, okay, they're battling. I can tune out and jump back in when whoever has won has won kind of thing. Everything yes. in it was fucking interesting and funny or shocking and it's just – yeah, if you're not an action sci-fi or fantasy film fan, don't worry about it. This is this is the one. Yeah, and I think also what made those fight scenes so interesting is the lore of the movie with the multiverse jumping is you have to do something so unexpected in order to gain these skills. Yeah. That would have been such a fun writing process uh, of thinking of the most unexpected things to do in those moments. Like some, It's like piss yourself, like <laughs> tell this person so sincerely that you love them like yeah and like punch yourself in the face like all these different weird things so someone would do something fucking nuts and then all of a sudden backflip into like a full fight sequence yeah brilliant what a brilliant Mm. narrative tool i just Mm. as soon as i realized or they told us that to multiverse jump you have to do something unexpected and they explained why which and don't feel like normally happens in these movies. It would have like- been crazy if they did. It would have been so, yeah. this movie would be unwatchable if they didn't do that. And I think that's also, you're so right of what makes you feel excluded from excluded, yeah. a lot of these movies is because yeah. there isn't that explanation. Like Multiverse of Madness, I had no fucking idea. I have yeah. no fucking idea how that works. He yes. does a little spell and then boom. Or like what it is or why it is and stuff. But this, it's like we were saying before, the ex- exposition from Waymond was so perfectly done that, I yeah, I didn't feel intimidated. I didn't feel excluded. And I was like, I get it. And this is this is complicated. It's not like some dumb, easy thing. But the whole thing of why they're doing silly things, it's because you want to fracture off into a new parallel universe because every decision is like you know makes it's like sliding doors every decision makes something different so you need to do something so out of this world that it creates a completely new path and it's just oh I just loved it I was like I'm in I understand it and yeah I don't feel excluded fuck yes that's what we love to hear yeah that's how it should be baby Mm, okay now let's talk about Stephanie Zhu yes Joy Wang okay if you have seen this movie already or even if you haven't 
I recommend going to, it's available on YouTube. Her audition for this oh. is phenomenal. What? It's really fuck. Yes. It's We're available. You can watch it. Mm-hmm. It's very cool because we've both gone through the auditioning process. And if you are a gold class member, you know in detail how auditions go and how oh, we feel yes. about them and <laughs> yeah. that we are not. It's a hard, it's a Not weird, fans. hard process. Don't love it. Yeah. To go into a fluorescent room and oh. pretend like you're loving a burger. It's <laughs> That doesn't weird. exist. It's not there. It's a real, like, it's not mm. so much an audition as just a experience doing mime. That's basically yeah. it. Yeah, it's, it's a shameful, shameful experience. <laughs> it is. You hope that no one ever sees the tapes. Yes, unless you nail it like this one. True. And it just, like, had the character from the get-go like and she hasn't been in a this is one of her first features or first like big production features that she's ever been in incredible because i read that originally this was given to aquafina yes and she had to pull out for scheduling which is interesting yeah which i kind of like i think that i i like aquafina even though there's been like some backlash about her how she kind of uses what's the word? I the only word that's come to mind is black scent, and I'm oh. so, I anyway. She okay? No, I know. Talk, it, I know. What talks you like now. an African American person, and people have an issue with it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and I I I I like her. I like her work. I particularly love her rap, which is not something that people know <laughs> a lot about. She's got a very good song called Ghost. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's got it's like co- comedy rap. So I was like. Okay. Fuck yes. I think she would have been too brash of a character yeah. for this role. I agree. I think, yeah, she would have been too, well, brash is the right word, not aggressive, but too, like, too energetic, too much. Mm. Um, yeah. Because the way that Stephanie did it was so understated so that when you did see her as Jobu Tabaki, it was a completely different thing. Whereas I feel like Aquafina potentially would have played both roles as big, but I mm, loved that yes. Stephanie was so yes. understated in real life. Yeah. I loved it. There was just one moment where Wayman was saying Joe Butubaki to Evelyn. You know how she kept getting the, the name wrong and stuff. Yes. At one point she goes, Joe Butubaki, you're just making up sounds. And I was like, yes, bitch, that's how I feel about fantasy. <laughs> you're just making just up making sounds. making up shit all the time. <laughs> So I love that. There were just so many cool nods to fucking everything. I forgot to say this when we talk about the fight sequences, but I think also what makes them so interesting is they have, like, well-written action and scripts and, like, very crazy things that are happening with comedy elements Mm. and just props that you would never imagine in a fight. (laughs) It also was produced by, as well, the Russos, who are... Marvel. So they are all of Captain America and a couple of other ones. Oh, interesting. They're, yeah, directors and producers on that. So they had input on the fight scenes as well. Okay. Which I think the melding of the two worlds, I think, is very good. I yeah. think that's. Well, very yeah, useful. it's perfect. It's like the way to get someone like me into superheroes and fantasy is make yeah. it really funny, make it a really. Really interesting storyline. I think that's where I fall short sometimes. It's like it's kind of boring. It's kind of A to B. But I'm trying to think what my favorite. I think the favorite fight scene was at the end where she's going up the stairs and like every step <gasps> oh, she has to do it. Kind def- to someone, everyone. Yeah. Yes, defeating people in different ways, in so unexpected ways, and like it just was fucking 
so cool. So fucking cool. And still action-packed somehow. It's still epic still and still epic, adrenaline yes. pumping. Yeah. She's that, giving right. people flowers. I was like, yeah, Yeah, and the music and the slow-mo, like, because there's a, that whole storyline too, not just about the relationships in the families, but just that it's like, why do you keep fighting? What, like, we should fight with kindness. And then as soon as she started fighting with kindness, she defeated them. She won. And, yeah. like, that. it sounds cheesy, but it's the way they do it is so not cheesy. And then at the end where she's, like, you think she's letting Joy go to be in, to go to the bagel, like right at the end after the party and mm. everything when they're in the car park. And then she's like, no, you can't go, you can't go. And then Joy explains, like, I want to go into the bagel to destroy myself, not to destroy the world, just myself because I'm so depressed. Yeah. I don't want to exist anymore. And then she, like, for a moment, she ends up coming back, but for a moment she's like, she lets Joy go. And I burst into tears because, and I said out loud to myself, letting her go into the bagel is the kindest thing she could do for joy and i was like oh my god <laughs> letting her destroy herself is kindness and <laughs> but then fine thankfully yeah. that didn't happen yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but fuck it i did you because I, I don't know i felt like that was it's implied that she's wants to commit suicide yes. like even in across all universes yeah she wants to die she's very Depressed, yeah. And this was such a way, it was a really cool way to explore depression in that if mm. someone is like in this dark way and they just are so determined to destroy themselves, mm. there is a part of you that goes, well, that's what they want. Is that, would like, that be the kindest thing? Yeah, yeah. They are so determined and on the path, they destroyed everything in their life to get to here, you know? Fuck me. It's, you have it's that moment where you're like. Story about mm. depression. Like. Yeah. How did they do that? How yeah. did they do that? I never heard a reach back at the last second. I was like, oh, oh. it's too real. It's too real. It's too fucking real. I fu- I'm obsessed with this movie. I'm obsessed. Yeah. Because oh, then there's the whole storyline as well, which oh, I found so just riveting, was the storyline of, of Evelyn lamenting that she didn't have a better life and, and thinking she should never have married her husband and her life would have been so much better without him. And then going to the universe where she's famous, where she's a movie star, and then she comes back from it and she's she says to Waymond, but the not her real husband, Waymond, she's like, I need my husband to know how good my life could have been without him. She yes. says it. And I was like. She says it to also <sighs> regular Waymond as well. She says it to his face. She's like, oh. I saw my life without you. And it was amazing. I was like, oh. you're a bitch. Fuck, I'm getting chills. Bitch. That is so awful. <laughs> but then the the journey of her realizing that that's not true anyway. And it wasn't. I love yeah. that they didn't focus on the not truth of that being like. They didn't focus on it being that she was. she's empty. She's unhappy without him and that kind of thing. No, it's just that with him, like that line that he says to her at the end, he's oh, like. Oh, it's my, I have three favorite parts in this movie and this is one of them. He said, in another life, I really would have enjoyed just like doing, doing laundry, laundry and taxes, and taxes with, you. with you. Tears everywhere, all over the place, all at all once. All at once. <laughs> Honestly, that line, I was like, oh my God, that's what this is. It's not that she's she shouldn't have you know, fucking married him or anything. That's the point of this story. And I was so just swept along with it because for a while I I was like, Evelyn, you bitch. But I was like, no, it's true. Her life could have been so much better. And like 
how do you reconcile that after 30 years of marriage or whatever? And then to turn it around and be like, no, uh-uh, that actually wasn't the point. The point is this is her life and she is happy in it. She just has to understand that it's an amazing life and yeah. realize it. And that she has the power. She has the ability to make it amazing. She does. Yeah, exactly. We all have the ability to make our lives amazing. <laughs> um, so... <sighs> Favorite parts of the movie. Okay. The conversation when they're rocks. <gasps> so cool. So fucking cool. So brave and silly and weird and different, but amazing. I just. Yeah. Originally in the scene, they were doing voiceovers uh, ah. for the rocks. And then Michelle Yo was like, um, what if we just put text on the screen? And they're like, oh, that's a great idea. She's like, I'm so glad that they did. Because it would have oh, yeah. been, it wouldn't have hold, like held the weight. That it did. It needed to be silent. It needed to be dead silent because that's mm. that's the life that they were living as those rocks. Yeah. It's complete silence. Rocks don't talk. Exactly. Yeah. <gasps> and when she's following her rock, oh, oh, and she jumps off the cliff and she jumps off too. I've never cried watching rocks fall <laughs> off a cliff unless there is a person underneath who's sure. about to get squished. <laughs> but just rocks falling off a cliff was so powerful. I, I mean, went, oh my God. 127 hours, take note. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what was one of your favorite moments? So I have three favorite moments mm-hmm. and they're all, for the first time ever, it's all dialogue in the movie. I, mm-hmm. I didn't yeah, right. realize until now how rare a, a, a fucking great script. Great script. Fucking in an action movie. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Those two elements are so rare mm. and just it's fucking writing is the shit, baby. Writing is so, the shit. And we everyone can tell when you're good at it. Yeah. And you should pay people a lot of money to write things. Yeah. Just any producers or directors or production <laughs> houses out there. <laughs> it's worth investing. Uh, so the first one was when Wayman has his moment in the fight where he explains why he's the way he is because Evelyn is like, you're weak, you're weak, you're weak, you're weak. The whole movie, I'm sick of, you're just so weak. Mm. And then he's like, no, I am fighting back. I am, I have my way of fighting. Oh. And he says, <laughs> I'm going to cry even moment. just saying it. He's like, you have to be kind, especially when you don't know what's going on. Fuck it out. Oh my God, I'm tearing. I'm tearing up too. And I was like, you do have to be kind. Especially when you don't know what's going on. That whole... (laughs) We're literally crying, Cinemates. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Both of us. I'm going to take a screenshot of it. Yeah, I'm on the page. Like that whole scene when he was crying and talking to everyone, like that that whole scene was, again, mm. another fucking, that guy, incredible actor, to go from mm. silly to funny to in control to powerful to to that, like cry talking and just making amazing points and just. <sighs> Being strong in the process. And, oh. Uh, oh, and so, and also, I think it comes like directly after or before, but when she's talking to Waymond in the famous movie star storyline and he's he's like, you think you're a fighter? I'm also a fighter. The way I fight, he's basically saying, the way I fight is what you consider weakness. The way I fight 
is to be positive and happy and kind and make a positive spin on things. And then she see, then she like has a memory montage of all the times Wayman was beautiful and funny and lighthearted. And made me cry so hard. And like, just, oh my God, I'm just like now, like, and the googly eyes thing at the beginning, I was like, Wayman, fucking, I was, I was like, Wayman, don't put your googly, like she's trying to work. And then being like, but that's the way he fights. That's how he fights, yeah. is to put googly it's eyes on things. how he's trying to alleviate the stress of the situation because everything's so tense. And he's like, I just want to be silly. I just want to be happy be and silly fun. together. Um, <sighs> oh, so that was the first one. The second one was in another life I would have loved to do laundry and taxes with you. <laughs> and finally, the last one was – it's so – simple but mm. it's something that you forget i don't know like especially with us without relationships with our mothers and other mothers out mm. there as well mm. of when joy is just like there's no point to anything what's it's all fucking nothing it doesn't mean anything like why would you even try and Evelyn just goes because i am your mother <laughs> it's like I was like, that is a reason. It's That's a valid reason to be fucking crazy sometimes and do things that don't make sense. Yeah. So you farted this person out your body <laughs> and you indebted to them. Till you your just have job to is to look after them till they die, even if they're being so depressed and they don't want to be here anymore. You're just going to be like, I know, I'm your mom. I'm your mom. That's literally no further explanation needed. Mm. And I just love how make those real life elements like the line because I'm your mother we've all heard that a million times in our lives but they've put it in this big grandiose fucking action sequence it's just brilliant it's so brilliant so those are my three favorite points did you have any others um definitely those um just looking okay a lot of like just fun comedy moments as well um (laughs) oh my god the rakakuni the rakakuni I I just love how much they just fucking committed to the bit. Anytime they did something ridiculous and stupid, they committed so hard that you couldn't watch it and be like, this is stupid. Because you're like, they've committed. Mm. This is part of it. And I fucking loved it. She, and she was so stubborn about it. They were like, you mean Ratatouille? And she's <laughs> like, no, I mean Rakakuni. And they're like, no, you mean the movie with the rat in the chef's? And she's like, no, Rakakuni. <laughs> And then there's another universe where there's a guy where Rakakuni's real in his hat. I just, oh my god! And then the whole storyline, the the sausage finger storyline, where she's in a relationship with Jamie Lee Curtis's character. Okay, for real, that one grossed me out. I I honestly had to look away. It felt like a sketch, like separate to the movie. It felt like an old SNL sketch. It did. Where they yeah. truly were just letting them doing whatever they want. And they were like, there doesn't need to be any purpose or message. There's no purpose. These are people being fucking weird mm. but for then, the sake of it. I was like, but what I found interesting, you know how earlier they were like, okay, so jump to jump you need to do something so out of the ordinary, something you've never done before. And then they to get out of Jamie Lee Curtis's grip, she had to say, sincerely, I love you, which makes me think that in the other universe where they're sausage fingers, her character has never properly sincerely said I love you to Jamie Lee Curtis. And, like, that might be the connection there. Oh, my God. I, I just, never even – that makes so much sense. Yeah. 
and then and then they reconcile in the sausage at the end when she needs to fight with kindness they reconcile and they do their weird fucking sex thing <laughs> with the fingers in the face oh i could i was just like sensorily i, I yeah. was like no it's too much simply not and she's oh. played the piano with her feet and she had a couple tunnel syndrome brace on her ankle instead of her, her wrist. Oh, I didn't even clock that. She had a, oh the same God. couple tunnel thing, but on her ankle. The attention to detail. That's yeah. Fucking that's what hell. this movie is. Is the fucking attention to detail. You could watch. Like, did you pick new things up on your second watch? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And there will be definitely in, in a few months. I guarantee we'll do a third Another watch one. for yeah. sure. It's just so gorgeous and just so detailed. Mm. Like every scene of like, particularly of like when uh, Jobu is universe jumping and her outfits and appearance keeps oh. changing like so quickly. And gorgeous. My God. Mm. Also, because there was a lot of special effects involved in this. Mm-hmm. The entire special effects team was seven people. Whoa. Yeah. And none of them had professionally studied or done a course in animation or special effects. They all taught themselves off, yeah, tutorials on YouTube. YouTube. Mm -hmm. Holy shit. Okay, well, they need to win for that, for that alone. That's incredible. Yeah. And it's also very cool to be like, yeah, there is this new era where you don't need to go to university for these kind of things to mm. be qualified to do a job because there's so many redundant university degrees that mm. are just fucking taking tens of thousand dollars of young people before they know what they actually want to do putting and them it's in criminal debt for the rest of and their I'm lives. mad about it yeah and I ca- and capitalism fuck fuck you <laughs> capitalism there you go I think we fixed it yeah done easy I, and also I just love the and I've felt this halfway through. This feels like, and I think this is what Marvel does or tries to do a lot, is just like the everyday guy becomes a superhero, right? And I feel like that's a lot of the draw of a Marvel type of thing is just like, oh, anyone could become a superhero. And I felt that with this. I was like, I reckon this is really hitting with people as well because I reckon secretly deep down, like we all just hope that we are the secret savior of the universe and we just don't know it yet, you know, or like yes. that we have untapped potential and we just don't know it yet. Yes, absolutely. Oh yeah. The idea that you're like, I'm powerful beyond belief and I just like don't I know could it. Be. I just haven't unlocked it yet. Someone just hasn't come along from another universe and told me about it yet. Yeah. It's the epitome of just the everyday person that needs to save the universe. And I, I have to think that obviously I connect with it more because it's a female protagonist. Like, fucking Yes, and originally it wasn't. Originally they had, oh, I'm going to look up who Jackie it was. Jackie Chan, I did they, read that. Yes, it was originally going to be Jackie Chan. Yes. And then they were like, oh, no, it makes more sense with a female protagonist. And it absolutely oh, does. I feel like it would have just been an action movie if there was a dude in the lead. Mm. I, just, I just don't see how they could have mined so much of the emotion and everything if it wasn't a mother-daughter relationship situation. Yeah, absolutely. And also the dynamic between Waymond and Evelyn. Oh, yeah. The fact that he's like, I really like that the feminine and masculine energy was switched. Switched. He has, yeah, he has feminine energy and she's like, you're fucking weak. So true. I'm not. Yeah, if it was a woman in that role, you'd kind of be like, oh, yeah, we already knew that about. That's a normal Hollywood (laughs) We already knew women were weak. Yeah. (laughs) Not to mention the fact that Jenny Slate's in this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, she has a fight. Dude, She's that great. is my 
She plays my favorite kind of character. My ideal. Yes. If I wanted to, if I ever get into Hollywood, this is the roles that I want to play. Is roles like this, where you come in and you act like a fucking psycho (laughs) for about 3% of the movie and then leave. And that's it. V makes such an imprint. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just being so crazy. It just. And then Jenny Slate's character is at the Chinese New Year party at the end. Yes. So she actually went, which is cute because originally she felt like it was like, I would never fucking step foot in something like that. And she goes, yeah. it's all about kindness. And uh. I really like that a lot of people did come to the, all the people did come to the party because it was very much like, Evelyn was being so rude how she was inviting people. Yeah. She would be like, fuck you, I'm busy. But by the way, we have a party. Please <laughs> yeah. come. Oh, and then the wrap-up of, yeah, Jamie Lee's character in the the real, you know, current universe, the whole wrap-up of that and then being friends and teaching her how to vape and stuff outside. Like, I just fucking loved it. I just loved it. I I love watching middle-aged people learn how to vape. (laughs) I love it. Like, yeah, you get it. They're so curious about it. They're like, what the hell? What the heck? Yeah, my mum had a little vape at Christmas and we were like, whoa, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, my dad vapes and smokes, so that's not as adorable. (laughs) Getting it done. Yeah, he's double parked (laughs) over there in his lungs. Anyway. Double parked in his lungs. (laughs) He doesn't listen. (laughs) Um, Well, that's kind of, that's all my things. I mean, I could talk so long so much longer oh i could just keep bringing up things and be like oh my god and then that and then then that and then that there was nothing nothing wrong with this movie there was no fat anyway yes top to bottom left to right everything tight gorgeous all at once (laughs) (laughs) trim tight gorgeous all at once all at once okay well i have some questions for you my love yes did this movie make you horny not sexually horny it made me Wayman's character, I want I want to be friends with him. I yep. want to I want know out. his heart. I want to. Yep. I want to be – I've never – rarely do you get a character in a movie that you're like, I want to be friends with you in real life. So true. I wish, I wish you were real and I could meet you. I wish um, he was – I just got an actual chill as you said, I wish he was real because I do. <laughs> I wish he was real. Yeah, because I'm like no, – I like that like heart horny. Yes. Heart horny yes. for Wayman and his love and kindness. I have to agree. And yeah, also not horny. sexually horny? No, oh. no, no. He's not he's not sexualized. He's not there's no female yes. or male gay. Actually there's no female or male gays in this movie at all. Nothing is sexualized. Oh shit. Yeah. Except for, yeah, and, and sex is actually anything sexual is a joke. A joke. It's it's a punchline. Yeah. <gasps> God mm. fucking damn it, I love this movie. And I was also a little bit heart horny for well just Aesthetic horny for all of Jobu's outfits and makeup and effects and everything. All of the, all the diamonds on her face and everything. So yes. fucking beautiful to look at. That outfit she had that was just teddy bears. I hope they get a nom for wardrobe. They have to get nommed for a uh, wardrobe, yeah. Would you recommend this movie on a date? Hell yes. I think a couple of dates in because you most likely will cry. Um, and yes. I don't know how vulnerable you want to be <laughs> up top. But absolutely what about you definitely yeah i think this isn't i can't wait to watch it with my partner (laughs) like i think this is a great movie to watch together it's there's something for fucking everyone literally truly truly Truly. yeah all right ratings 
How many? We have to do it. Hot dog fingers out of five do you give this movie? That many. Ah, oh, it's five. She's putting it's up five, five, everyone. Stinky, disgusting hot dog fingers. Oh, yeah, with the lot, with sauce, mustard, mustard. onions, with- little fried crunchy onions, pickles. Yep. Oh, love it. Yep. So mm. that's a five. I can't, I literally cannot fault this movie. What about you? Oh, absolutely five as well. But like, I, this is a bold statement. I think this is, if not one of the best movies I've ever seen in my whole life. I no, definitely will be rewatching this multiple times. Mm-hmm. I will be annoying people about it. If people haven't seen it, I will exasperately go, what? What do you mean you haven't? It's so good. That will be you what you hear if you tell me. Haven't seen you haven't seen this movie. I agree. Yes. I was like, I'm going to do cinema this movie to people for the rest of my life. Um, yeah. And I also said to my friend last night, I was like, I actually think this is, well, yeah, one of my favorite movies of all time, and therefore I think this is the, my favorite movie we've done for this podcast so far. Agree, 100% I can't agree. remember any other movie that's hit this hard. Oh, yeah. so special! And now this is where we turn, and this is where mm. we become the dudes. Yes, <laughs> this is 2023 for <laughs> for dude cinemas. We're changing things up. We're flipping the table. Yeah, we get real preachy. Yeah. And <laughs> We're film bros now. Woo! I we did talk it. And this down is down to everyone. We reach into another universe and we've pulled out our film bro personalities and oh. ability and knowledge. And now. <laughs> What's your jump? How are you going to jump to that universe? Oh, right I am going to do this. I go. I'm so sorry. Please don't call HR. (laughs) Babe, we don't have an HR. And there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. (laughs) Um, For anyone listening. Oh, I forgot. I just, I we're recording. My, yeah, <laughs> we're recording on Zoom, by the way. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I put my hand up to my nose, rooster start with, and then I got a full tit out. <laughs> you guys suck shit. <laughs> How would you jump? Um. See, I, I've I've lost it already. I've taken too long. Sorry. Yeah. You got to You got to think that's quick. Okay. You got to think. Quick. I did this. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Alex described some scissors, did a little maraca dance, and then also got out of tea. All right. What a way to finish the episode. <laughs> it's like 10 a.m. in the morning. And <laughs> this has just set up a really good day for me for the rest of the day. I'm in the best mood. <laughs> this is too silly for this very silly. silly. Oh, very my silly. God. Okay. What a way to celebrate a new favorite movie. I have to go edit a sports podcast after this. Fuck. Oh, I'm <laughs> I need blushing. To go for a run or I'm, something. I'm t- 
All right, let's get out of here. We got to go. Right. We got to go. We love you guys. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram and everything. We've got all the socials, links in show notes. Yeah, leave us a review. Please, it helps so much. And yeah. review, let us know what movie you do to tell you. See, sign up to our Gold Class feed on mm-hmm. Apple, Spotify, and Patreon. And our OnlyFans, which we are now about to starting as well. But we're becoming film bros, but we're also starting yes. OnlyFans because we're- we contain multitudes. <laughs> That's our multiverse. <laughs> All right, love you guys. All right, love you. Bye. Free from destiny. Not only what we sow, not only what we show. Not only what we've known